आप सुन रहे हैं एच डी स्मार्ट कास्ट और ये है फीवर एफ एम प्रोडक्शन हाई माई नेम इज तुवी घोष एंड दिस इज मेरा वाला ग्रीफ अ पॉडकास्ट फॉर एनी वन डीलिंग विद लॉस आई रिसेंटली लॉस समन वेरी क्लोज टू मी आई एम ए रेडियो प्रेजेंटर अ फिल्म क्रिटिक बेसिकली समन हुवर शॉर्ट ऑफ वर्ड्स and yet when it came to expressing myself to talk about death loss and grief kuch samajh hi nahi aa raha tha shabd hi nahi the in this podcast every week i speak to someone who has gone through this pain kehte hai na jis pe beetti hai wo samajh sakta hai और चाहे kahin hum sab ko lage ki bahut personal hai mera wala grief yet it's universal it's something everyone goes through and tries to deal with in their own way through these conversations we try and decode grief and what does it really mean to live after the loss of a loved one hi guys I am Stuti and this is Mera Wala Grief a podcast for anyone dealing with loss once we accept the finality ki the person we love the most is no longer with us and there's nothing that we can do to change that fact the one question that we keep thinking about is if if life will ever become नॉर्मल अगेन फॉर अस अगर हम एक बार फिर बिना गिरट के खुश हो पाएंगे या नहीं क्या हम सच में उनके बगैर जी पाएंगे आज एक बहुत स्पेशल गेस्ट है Hansel Mehta he is an award winning filmmaker writer director his films have been loved by critics masses alike but today he is here as a son talking about um, about the loss of his father Hansel ji thank you so much for agreeing to do this uh, thank you stuti i know mushkil hota hai aapke liye bhi uh, it, it i think we lost our, our fathers around the same time um have you been able to make sense of it abita nahi abhi bhi kai baar aisa lagta hai jaise you know shayad phone aa jayega unka so you know i keep hearing his voice because uh, my father is to live in pune uh, so you know aksar aisa lagta hai ki still in pune uh, he is not gone anywhere he is in pune aur unka phone aa jayega and our I mean, I keep rewinding some of our last uh, conversations, you know, जहाँ he had called me and मैं मतलब you know he had uh, he was eighty uh, one he was very fit but he was becoming more and more childlike and you know very uh, very ziddy so I had to you know uh, reprimand him my one of my last on on phone was I said you know just take it easy please mm. uh, you know don't behave like a child. He said, "Why, why you, uh, why you getting upset with me?" And uh, I mean, that remains that you know that the last 
but one of the last conversations we had was where i was perhaps a bit upset i sounded a bit upset to him mm. and uh, uh, then yeah i mean the next time i met him was at the hospital where uh, he was complaining about the air conditioning in my room saying it's too cold so you know i haven't switched on uh, the ac ever since almost and uh, yeah so i mean you keep thinking that you know maybe he's going to call and uh, you know there's certain decisions you're taking in life where uh, you want your parent uh, yeah. to be uh, around like you know buying a new car so i just bought a new car and he was very keen on seeing it but he mm-hmm. came to bombay and was admitted to the hospital could not see my car and uh, i bought him a new car some months back i i sold it uh, it was too painful the memory mm-hmm. of having that car around was very painful so i i sort of just surrendered the car i have not met him many i remember uh, seeing your post that you had written uh, saying papa i always thought you loved live me and and i've seen his pictures and he, he you know he's such a charming charming man so good looking and uh, genuinely comes across as extremely gentle abhi jitna aapne mujhe bola you're also trying to cope right you don't know like like there are there are memories there are uh, a car that you couldn't be looking at which you sold you can't switch on the ac with with people who are grieving generally aas paas ke log bolte hai na ki ha matlab ek grieving period ek mourning period hota hai tera din 40 din aur phir you have no choice but to move on aap you have to work that's that's what life is yahi jeevan mein hota hai you you've started work how is it because from my own experience grief comes in waves it hits you suddenly bang in the middle of a work day how is it been for you it's been difficult i mean uh, you know the pandemic adds to it you see uh, i have uh, a very uh, old relationship bahut purana rishta hai grief ke sath you know since many years i've been losing uh, near ones dear ones mm-hmm. so you know one of the biggest losses i ever had was my mother uh, when she when i lost her in 2012 it was just before uh, my life took a new turn Yeah, you know so yeah. uh, a post shahid yeah. so i mean i have always lived with that and i have tried to sort of compensate for it by uh, including my father in anything that was happening mm-hmm. in my life you know i like for the national awards i took him to delhi i ensured that you know he was there he was comfortable and that we could celebrate that moment together mm-hmm. i did not want to leave any uh, happiness uncelebrated uh you know uh, any happiness that was to be celebrated without him then mm-hmm. i had done enough of that without my mother mm-hmm. you know is trying to compensate for that ab to compensate karne ka bhi koi mauka nahi mil raha there is nobody you can compensate it with you know i am living in the reality that i am the oldest in the family now mm-hmm. and uh, but i i think it's a cycle you know i uh, i'm fortunate Uh, many of us are fortunate that we are uh, you know filmmakers that we are getting to tell stories mm-hmm. uh, and uh, through the stories somewhere uh, you know uh, i'm able to sort of not mend but i'm able to you know work on my broken heart uh, mm-hmm. somewhere through the stories through uh, 
the lives that we are representing on in our stories through the grief that we are representing i'm able to sort of share my uh, grief with my characters so kai na kai i mean i'm thankful for this make believe world that we uh, create the illusion that we live in uh, through movie making if it was not there it would have been very difficult bahut mushkil hota you know the pandemic has made it even more difficult because you know this uh, i'm not a big believer in rituals and you know uh rasam rivaz and all that i, I don't really mm-hmm. follow that but uh, i see the importance of it in such a time where at least the entire family congregates yeah and aur wo ho nahi pa raha tha ha wo ho nahi pa raha you know where the whole family congregates jo puja 13 din ki chalti hai where everybody participates and that participation is a way of grieving it's a way mm-hmm. of you know slowly collectively yeah. saying goodbye uh to your loved ones uh, so uh, you are not we were not able to do that fully yeah. my yeah. brother uh, who was so close to my father he lives in poland so he has not been able to he, he could not he could not visit my sister uh, came in so the saving grace was that i could spend the kind of time i haven't mm-hmm. spent in years with my sister and uh, you know the rest of Uh, my extended family my nephews my nieces yeah you know you made a yeah you you made a very important point kyunki ek to hota hai tackling grief tackling the loss of a loved one but ye jo baat aapne boli especially this period this year when uh, even the way we say goodbye to our loved ones you know we've not been able to do it the way we want to aur tab aapko wo significance samajh mein aata hai ki kyun logon ke aana zaruri hai you know by the वो तेरा दिन का चाहे वो पीरियड सिंबॉलिकली हो बट इट्स कंफर्टिंग एंड इट्स अ कुशन इन इट्स ओन वे व्हिच सो मेनी पीपल आई नो हैव हैव हैड अ टेरिबल टाइम दिस ईयर डीलिंग विद जस्ट ऑन द ब्राइटर साइड आई मीन स्तुति आई मस्ट से के यू नो दिस काइंड ऑफ लोनली टाइम उसमें सोशल मीडिया यू नो व्हिच वी हैव द मच मेलाइंड Yeah. social media yeah. it's been a real uh, i mean it's a revelation how it's come on yeah it's, it's very soothing and you know so many people with whom i have had differences i've had arguments yeah. uh, at 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 your time of grief i've had messages from all of them i've had calls yeah. uh, so many messages on social media and uh, i was very moved uh, by that that uh, ultimately uh, you know in the wake of all the things that are going on around us humanity yeah. still exists and humanity yeah, wins yeah, yeah, yeah. so that you know the going true. away of a loved one also reminds you of the existence and the importance of humanity yeah yeah, yeah. that's why that's very true uh, just to take you back a little just tarike se aapne bola that uh, you lost your mother at a time when you know you you wish that she was alive to see how your life had changed and to to witness that that success and she would have been so happy uh losing a parent is tough you know that's when you experienced it for the first time kya abhi ka ye jo grief hai after you lost your father is it different did that prepare you for this or or it hits differently because nothing uh... nothing nothing prepares you nothing prepares you for uh, this kind of loss i i and i honestly felt my father would outlive me but he was such a fighter mm, you know um, and he had far more ailments than my mother my mother had no ailments she was diagnosed with cancer and within 3 days of chemotherapy she passed away 
so she had no time to really ail uh, you know she was always on the go uh, my father on the other hand has been dealing with ailments since he was 40 but he has fought he is such a fighter and that there was this uh, amazing uh, you know spirit of self preservation so he left me with that i mean i decided that you know at least i if not outlive my father i should uh, uh, you know try to at least live life the way he did you know mm-hmm. he lived with a very positive uh, spirit towards uh, life he never i mean uh, after my mother passed away uh, we were very worried about him that he, you know he would grieve and he would not survive uh, you know we were so dependent on my mother it was on the eve of the 50th anniversary that mm. she passed away mm. so and his grief we could not even see his grief it was very heartbreaking but he picked up the pieces and uh, i mean he he retired uh, from active working only in september 2020 Uh, when yeah. he was unwell i had taken him to the hospital and he said you know my contract expires on the 29th of september i said why are you still working mm. he said well if i don't work i i'll die mm. uh, you know so that that spirit to keep uh, to not hang your boots to not uh, and that i think kept him going he was he did not have any kind of uh, you know dementia nor did he have any memory loss you know mental mm. health was very very Uh, strong and i mean he uh, he lived his life uh, fully he had uh, he had a girlfriend he had a heartbreak he yeah. had all all the things that we experience as young uh, people uh, and uh, he was going through that kind of life all over again mm-hmm. and uh, as to love seeing that i mean uh, you know the day he came to bombay he was not feeling too well but he wanted to drive down to gujarat so he came and i was i was in lonavla so he called me and said you know he asked me to uh, he opened my bar and said what whiskey should i drink so i said just take anything whichever you want he said no no you choose one so he had a drink the night uh, before he left so i think uh, you know uh, one thing is uh, always there that uh, i i believe that i should be celebrating his life yeah yeah you know he left me with that you know even after my mother passed away i mean he lived life like a celebration that every day that you have i think they you know death uh, is a very important it teaches you a lesson about living mm. Mm. and uh, i think uh, you know it in the it leaves behind a lot of living people and uh, with a lesson about uh, life and its importance mm. and it's uh, uh, you know the need to be more uh, generous more giving yeah more loving in your uh, uh, while you're breathing you know otherwise it'll be too late yeah. so uh, i mean that is what it has left uh, me with mm-hmm. uh, you know there is grief but there is also this amazing realization that now every moment that i have i must mm-hmm. celebrate i must uh, enjoy i must give as much as possible whatever yeah. i can yeah. you know parents chahe aap chote ho ya bade ho jaise for them you are always kids and they always uh, say jab hum chale jayenge tab tum samjhoge ya tab tum karoge and and there's so many things that even i do now that probably i argued with him then but i do it unquestioningly now you know because i just feel like probably he's watching over me and he'll probably be happy because i'm doing what 
he wants me to do you have your own kids you're a father you have your family when you have your own little island tab kya dard kam hota hai parent the mushkil hota hai in fact in fact it's it's very tough because you know especially you know india is one place where even the family is so closely yeah. interlinked so uh, my uh, son jay uh, was very close to my father mm. uh, like he, he called him papa uh, mm. so you know he grew up uh, treating my father as his father mm. uh, you know he still doesn't call me dad uh, so uh, you know that so he has he he's felt uh, uh, as orphaned as i did when he lost uh, my father so his grief then my daughters were very close to him you know my mm-hmm. younger daughter who is 12 uh, riana used to play with him a lot she used to mm-hmm. so while we were busy in the rigmarole of our lives mm-hmm. running around when he would visit riana would spend make it a point to spend time with him kimaya my older daughter mm-hmm. the two girls would spend a lot of time with him so the day he passed away i mean the most difficult thing for me was to break the news to the girls and uh, you know uh, it was their first experience of uh, mm-hmm. death first hand yeah. you know and uh, my older daughter insisted on coming to the cremation on you know uh, grieving but the uh, it it has been difficult for them it has been difficult the processing of the grief has been very very tough when I mean, uh, that breaks my heart even more you know to live with the grief around you and uh, to know that well they have to go through this Mm-hmm. it is inevitable it's a cycle that all of us will have to uh, you know i cannot relieve them of that grief yeah. i cannot uh, i can only be around to help them uh, help them process it mm-hmm. but they will process it in their own uh, way yeah. you know whether it's uh, jay whether it's mm-hmm. and uh, i think uh, that is the that is the key to you know processing uh, to to having family around i mean yes they help you deal with it but at the same time you help each other each other yeah, uh, yeah 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 you know like you a lot of people are stuck where you have to be strong for others uh hena like here you said you you were more worried about how you bring the news you realize you're the eldest in the family you have responsibilities and yet you have your pain you have lost your father you want to grieve in your own way um people you're a storyteller art uh ek therapeutic tarike se it helps you cope with pain also but have you managed to feel have like people say oh you know they'll come in your dreams or or you feel them or what is the story that you have told yourself that that is keeping you together oh i'm a bit realistic about this uh Is it because you have seen it? Is it because that's the person or you are, or you've seen so much pain that now you can, now you can no, rationalize? I'm, I'm, I try to, I try to rationalize uh, this pain, you know, uh, and and also death. So life and death, you know, it's the it's the eternal question that you deal with, yeah. you know. And uh, I mean, I've always dealt with it through my stories. There's most of my stories have dealt with people, you know, uh, losing their lives. Mm. Uh, and uh, leaving behind what we call uh, you know their their impressions what we call the soul yeah. their imprint on the universe 
and i think we live with uh, that imprint and uh, i i see it philosophically that you know he has left his imprint uh, in within each of us and uh, i i know i know that you know nothing is going to bring him back and whether i see him in my dreams or whether i hear his voice and whether my daughters look up in the skies and look at the stars uh, i know that uh, you know this uh, is only uh, there are only two permanent things birth and death yeah uh, you know so the impermanence of life and the permanence of death it's something that all of us have to go through yeah. and uh, and that's what makes life what it is and that's what makes life so important you know that that span that you live so important so his i mean that's what i said his spirit his entire his zest for life is what uh, he has left behind that imprint mm. sort of keeps uh, you going when i started working almost a week after he passed away mm. and uh, within 15 20 days i've been shooting for my film preparing and shooting for my film and i think that is the best therapy Uh, yeah. that and that is the best i mean immersing yourself in a story i've, I've been fortunate immersing yourself in a story mm. surrounding yourself with uh, people who uh, have emotional depth that that keeps you uh, that keeps you going mm. it, it's a very you know it's a very fearful moment that that moment of reckoning that small moment where mm. you know somebody calls you and says he's no more mm. and uh, so that moment between that that time and the time you sort of say goodbye to the person you know at the cremation ground uh, i mean that that moment is it's a, it's a it's horrifying so it's a horrifying moment and it is also a very defining moment mm. Mm. and uh, uh, i think i've learned uh, to live with it and uh, i also have understood that you know uh, some years later it's going to be me uh, and you know it's all of us you know this is our journey and this is our journey and i think it's uh, what death teaches you is the importance of uh, the entire journey that you call life you know you're speaking like a philosopher like a saint and uh, there's a lot of depth in what you're saying but main puchungi ki do you ever feel burdened that you're the man of the family head of the family a man you can't cry you can't break down you can't soften no no has that also pushed you to no no to... i i don't think that way matlab i am the softest in the family uh, my my sister is perhaps the strongest and so uh, i i break down very easily and i don't um, i mean i try not to hide my Uh, feelings you know uh, why i'm expressive i cry i grieve i behave like a kid and it's okay it's okay to be that way i've learned my parents have taught me that that's what yeah. they've left me with i don't hold back i mean i uh, wo, i don't carry that that weight and luckily yeah. we we have grown up that way mm-hmm. our family has never pressured us you know my parents have never pressured us into being unnecessarily duty bound Mm. unnecessarily uh, you know burdened by uh, what uh, you know conventional familial uh, yeah. duties they say they've always said that you know do what you feel is right mm. at that moment doesn't matter if the world doesn't accept it mm. Mm. so i mean that that has given 
it is a life lesson that has continued so you know i have seen my father crying <laughs> so often i mean you know when he broke down after my mother passed away i mean i we both cried together and yeah. you see my relationship with my father was not uh, it's a it's a very difficult with my mother it was very expressive yeah. my father it was uh, i was forced to be expressive because she is she was gone you know my right. my siblings had a more uh, you know tactile and a more uh, expressive relationship with my mm-hmm. father i uh, had a slight uh, he was slightly slightly scared of him not scared of him there was a barrier i mean we used to talk a lot but mm-hmm. i used to uh, we used to get onto each other's nerves also often yeah uh, did the nature that, of the relationship change after your mother left did you, did you then try tra- i tried i tried but uh, i felt it was unnatural and so, you yeah. know itne saalon ke baad suddenly to be a different person yeah. is not something i can do nor can he do it will make us uncomfortable so we continued being the way we were with each other mm-hmm. i mean we cared uh, you know i was the first one every time he was unwell or anything but i could not be expressive yeah. and uh, but i think he got it mm. i think he got it you know he he over the last 2 years was very expressive when he was constantly mm. being grateful to me i mean yeah. and that that broke my heart that mm. you know i used to keep saying that you know you don't have to be grateful for anything mm. i mean i if at all uh, i have to be grateful that uh, you know you've given us this life and you've given us this amazing uh, ability to make uh, such difficult choices Mm-hmm. and you've given us that freedom to make these choices ki mai why are you grateful to me you know so uh, i mean material things you know so when i gave him the car i remember he could not sleep and he kept coming he said you know i don't deserve it i said what do you mean you don't deserve it mm-hmm. you know ke i said you know this is all i mean i wish i'd given it to you earlier when mom was there that both of you could have gone out in it yeah. and i could not and you know that i will regret that but at least let me not regret it mm-hmm. right now you know help me do that I mean, I remember it. It was so tough, and after that, when he took the car back, he went. He traveled all over Gujarat to show off the car to all his friends. It was his biggest ambition in life to own a Mercedes Benz. Yeah. And so I, uh, I did not have that much money, but in December, I somewhere there was an intuition. I felt uh, that you know I don't know how much time uh, there's. I don't know why that thought came, and I. with the help of a friend i borrowed some money i i picked up the car and i took him to the showroom and you know gifted him the vehicle and he was very he was very shaken up he said you know why do i you should have it you deserve it i said no I, it's not for me it's your car and uh, it took him 2 3 days to process that but uh, i'm glad at least i could do that much and he just kept calling me saying i'm grateful i said you know if you call me again and say this i will stop talking to you i will not i don't want to speak to you but that i mean that uh, you know so somewhere he knew he knew that i cared but kena i could not say it i could not say he knew i cared he knew i loved him but uh, i never told him in that many words with my mother i said it all the time i used to sleep on her lap i used to you know till two days before she passed away i slept on her lap so i had that relationship with my mother And as a kid also i used to communicate through her so it, mm. it became all the more difficult because i was closest geographically to my father and uh, i had to suddenly it was a very difficult transition that i had to uh, deal with my dad without her yeah 
But we, I think we worked on it. I think my wife helped somewhere. You know, she sort of made up in many ways for that mm-hmm. for my mother's uh, loss by being the. So he would not call me. He would call her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and he would, uh, and then he would see, he would call the house help and say, "I I know he's busy, but just find out if he's okay." Mm-hmm. So you know, he would do the small things and. Parents have a way of yeah 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 and I mean uh, you know the after he passed away I kept getting calls from all these people and all the entire week before he passed away he had called all his childhood friends people he had not called for years mm-hmm. he had called all of them and everybody said oh I spoke to him last week only he was totally fine I said he called you he says yeah and he f- took the number of that person that he used to play cricket with as a kid. So he called all those people. I mean, hundreds of people called me. Said we he spoke to us last week. So somewhere, yeah. I think he uh, was sort of you know. Yeah, the premonition. Going, yeah, yeah. The premonition. His life. He was taking his life back to where it began. Yeah. You yeah. know, towards the end, you sort of go back where it began. So I was seeing that, and it was a just to see that so many people he had moved, touched so many people, so many lives. Uh, you know, was. Beautiful. I mean, it was. Uh, he just left behind a beautiful life, and that beautiful life is what, as children, we have. Uh, it's a gift that yeah. they've my parents yeah. have given. Yeah. And I don't remember my parent being mean or bad to anyone. Mm-hmm. He was not a rich man. He was not a. Uh, you know, we were we were very very middle class uh, uh, family, but you know, I remember this line from uh, death of a salesman. You know, I used to watch Death of a Salesman, and I used to be reminded many times of my father. That you know, when we were kids, he would be—he was—he was a born salesman. He would mm. be always selling something. He would go and he would come home, and in front of us, always be very optimistic. And, you know, I've got this big order today, and this has happened, that has happened, and I would know later that you know this is—he's just trying to make us happy. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is that he's struggling, and uh, uh, you know. And I used to feel very bitter about it. I never took up a job in my life because I said I don't want to be like my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, you you grow up saying that you know I don't want to be like him. And then you want to be, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when he when he goes and you say I wish I had I, I wish I was like of, yeah of what of what he was, and, you know. And that there's a line in Death of a Salesman where the, his wife tells the sons that you know he was a good man. And uh, you know, and that's what matters. I mean, he was a good man. Uh, have you man- managed to balance um, guilt or or regret? Do you have any regrets? I mean, your life is a it's a basket. Uh, it's a, it's you know, it's a big wardrobe full of regrets. It's a house full of regrets. So, but you, I've learned to live with that. You know. As a filmmaker, uh, you know you learn to live with regret because every film you make, you regret that maybe this could have been better. So, thoda regret, you know, regret se rishta ek filmmaker ka baat gehra hota hai. But yeah, then you you live with the guilt that maybe I could have been more nice to him. I could have uh, that why why did I argue with him just three days before he passed away? You know, small things like that. It just it remains with you. I mean, I I keep his last. Like you know, twenty-four hours before he passed away, when we met him at the hospital, we sat with him. 
uh he told me this he said you know why why have you brought me to the hospital you, you don't you don't have to save me every time i said i am no one to save you yeah. you know he says let just let me go now i said no no you don't have to and then we started chatting he said okay let's fix your ac and all that and we started chatting about that and uh, that that voice still runs in my head yeah. that you know you still think you think maybe he could have been in this hospital because you know few days yeah, later he, uh, dilip kumar saab was uh, admitted to leelavati hospital with the same condition mm, mm. you know so that uh, it's called pleural effusion so he mm. was with the same the same exactly the same condition and he went back home so you sort of feel that oh yeah, leelavati was yeah just next to my house maybe dr parker could have saved him you know you have all these Yeah, you want thoughts. to go back and you retrace your steps which is which yeah is. but i i don't dwell that much i try to uh, you know uh, live life as much as possible but you know i realized one thing after my mother passed away no achievement i mean i got the national award a year and a half later after she passed away and uh, that was all that she when she passed away you know when she was conscious she i had gone to lucknow for half a day and she had told my uh, Siblings, that you know, I'm really worried about Hansel. Uh, and you know, all these years he's been struggling, and nothing's really working for him. And uh, a year and a half later, I mean, when I won, I found it so I was so empty when I went up uh, to get that award. You know, all I wanted was to see her. Yeah, and for her to see this, because nobody really celebrates that, our successes yeah, like that. That 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 I wanted that one moment, and you know, after I won it, my father said, you know, mummy must be happy. and that uh, has always been i mean those are the things you know those those moments where you want to celebrate i mean i'm uh, you know things are going well right now for me and i wish i was there uh, you know i have enough money in my account for the first time in my life and i wish i they were around for me to share it with them i mean i, yeah. I it doesn't matter the money doesn't matter much to me they've spent the entire life the entire yeah. savings trying to bring up uh, their children and i mean when i could do something for them i am not they are not around and that's that's the circle of life and then that's the circle of regret you always live with yeah, yeah. uh i'll just end with with a question it might come across as strange but so many people i know uh, is period may who've lost both their parents um do you still remember your mother और अब आप ये दोनों ग्रीफ एक जो नया है और एक जिसके साथ रहने की आदत हो गई थी कैसे नेगोशिएट करते माय मदर इज इरिप्लेसिबल आई स्टिल आई स्टिल फील हर प्रेजेंस ऑल अराउंड मी आई स्लीप विद अ पिक्चर नेक्स्ट टू मी इट्स एकम्प्लीट नाउ बाय माय फादर्स पिक्चर बट नो इट्स इरिप्लेसिबल यू नो द लॉस ऑफ योर पेरेंट्स I mean, and I could see that. You see, uh, I experience it from my children. Like when I see my my younger daughter, uh, one day, uh, I uh, my wife came to me saying that she's you know sobbing away, she's crying a lot. I said, why? She she said, uh, uh, you know, she's worried about you. She's she's worried about losing you now. So I went to her and I said, you know, I'm right here. I'm okay. I'm you know, you see, I exercise. I do this. I'm trying to look after myself. So she said no but what if you go away and uh, i mean i saw my own grief through her uh, and you know her worry and i mean nothing i can do to assure her that uh, you know 
I'm going to live for the next hundred years. I can't tell her that because she knows that it's all. It's so inevitable, you know. Today I am talking to you. Today I am alive, and one day I am going to be ashes. No, we we you know we all understand how how uh, ephemeral all of this is, and and how we have no we very little control on what is happening around us. But thank you so much, uh, Hansalji, for opening up and uh, sharing your thoughts. and your pain with with all of us uh from what i can make out you you have found a rhythm and your art has helped you in it uh to to live with this pain and and somehow carry it within you and turn it in your to your strength uh those who are listening to us who are watching this uh anything you would want to tell them from your experience that that might help them cope with that grief i mean it's very difficult to tell you know grief mein na but you always say words are a very poor yeah yeah a uh, way of consoling i mean you know i can see you still grieving uh, stuti and uh, i don't know how to um, even you know what to say i mean you know i think the biggest way to comfort each other is to talk to each other to uh, you know know that uh, we uh, you know humanity uh, exists in each of us and we are there for each other even if you're a stranger if you're grieving you know uh, i mean we must find ways to reach out to you we must find ways to talk to each other uh, you know uh, if you aap uh, aapka gham jo hai aap unhi se baat sakte ho jo aapke kareeb hai so you know don't don't you know in in this material life don't uh, you know uh, distance yourself from your closed ones Mm. True, I think uh, you you're a very wise man, and uh, lots of little little gems that you've shared uh, today. Thank you so much. Thank you for um, for trusting us with this. Thank you, Stuti. Thank you for you know making my heart lighter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. and uh, your parents. I know nobody nobody really is as happy to see us. succeed as as our parents do but they would they would know and they'd be very proud of you thank you thank, thank you so god bless bye thank bye you. you can listen to us on hdsmartcast.com and another leading audio platforms always remember there's no hurry it's okay to grieve so take your time in case you want to stay in touch with me You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at the rate RJSTUTEE or on Instagram at the rate Stuti Ghosh. To watch the video of this episode, you can check out the HD Smartcast and Fever FM YouTube channels. We are also present on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. For more podcasts, log on to hdsmartcast.com or suno naye nazariye se. आप सुन रहे हैं एच डी स्मार्ट कास्ट और ये था फीवर एफ इंट्रोडक्शन एच स्मार्ट कास्ट